Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 49 of the Nomads Fantasy. My name is Brandon, I am your host, and I'm also here with Eric. I'm insane, and you are my sanity. <laughs> nice. Actually, and... I fucked up that quote. It's, you are my insanity, but just move on. Oh, ex- well, excuse me. <laughs> and I'm also here with Dave. You're here because of the system, man. Classic Jeffrey Goins. Yeah, that's good, that's good. And also here with special guest, Aaron, from a response message, who is the second half. Two weeks ago, we had Tom for the Dread episode. So, Aaron, hello. Wouldn't it be great if I was crazy? Then the world would be okay. Awesome. I had that as one of my backup quotes. That's a good one. (laughs) I had two because there's a couple good ones. Yeah, there, there's a yeah. This is a well-written movie that we're talking about. It's it's called Twelve Monkeys. Came out in 1995. Yep, that is oh, correct. But oldie. the movie takes place in 1996-ish. But and yeah, there's a couple, a couple, and like tw- 1910 and 2035. <laughs> so a couple different time periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it World War One or something? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Um. But anyways, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. But in the first act, we always like to do a little catch up as the nomads are always out there checking out cool worlds and stuff. So we'll start with Dave, then we'll go to Eric, then we'll go to Aaron, and then I'll close this out. And then we'll go and, and talk about twelve bucks. In so, yeah, that order. What's going on, Dave? Uh, nothing. Just catching up on a lot of stuff. Getting the, I got into a Marvel swing this weekend because uh, cleaning out the office and just threw on Disney Plus. Got caught up on a lot of stuff. Rip through Shang-Chi and like almost all of Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then some Hawkeye. And they're all pretty good. I mean, there's I think they're good. Uh, you don't have to be paying full attention to them shows. Um, yeah, just Marvel popcorn. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of stuff. Actiony stuff. Um, just kind of seeing where the story goes. But those are all decent. And um, of course, I've been playing Elden Ring. That's one of the good ones. You but. haven't finished that game? Are you, yeah. How close are you to the end of yeah. that game? I got to be getting pretty close. I think I've beaten like three of the bosses. I don't know how many you actually have to beat. I don't know. I just wander around and if I find stuff, I just Google it and see what to do because ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, um, that's probably the way to go at this point. Uh, yeah. And then I watched Suicide Squad one of these weekends. The new one. I finally caught up because I've been trying. Oh, you to... finally watched it. Yeah. yeah. I was trying. What to... did you think of it? It was good. I mean, it wasn't great but it was good i think it's great but okay <laughs> i think it's oh, great it got a little I tried to towards, and the end, towards the end it got a little drawn out but and i'm curious because I'm, I'm glad i watched it before i went and started peacemaker because some some things happen in the movie where i'm like i'm like how is this even happening so i'm still curious so i'm gonna use that as my platform into there but um i thought it was interesting they're kind of just taking over the island and just murdering everything in sight pretty much as they go, which had that James Gunn kind of comedy to it where that's the thing. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. Cause like when guardians of the galaxy came out, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> is that a raccoon in a tree? Like, I, I don't know any of these characters. And then I watched it. And I was like, Oh shit, this is fucking awesome and hilarious. Yeah. And I think that's what was good about this version of suicide squad is that it was actually funny like i no it's good it's it's funny to see some like the random stuff i don't know how much stuff was made up for the movie or like does polka dot man exist in real lore somewhere 
but I don't know, like the, <laughs> the rack eye and the fact Pete Davidson's in the movie, like it's just, I don't know, it's stupid and funny. Um, but yeah, it's a good one. Um, other than that, you know, other than that, those movies and shows and everything <laughs> I just crammed in this week. Uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you, Eric? Uh, I feel like I haven't been doing much at all in terms of video games or watching shit just because I've been feel like I've been sick for the past month. Still getting over that, but I did a couple things. I I bought well going off of our Revenge of the Sith episode last week, I revisited my childhood and purchased the Revenge of the Sith video game. Uh the movie video game. Apparently I didn't know this, but I just found out that it is for sale on the Xbox Microsoft store. It's only ten bucks. For the OG um, Xbox too, right? The big, yeah. big fat black one. Yep. And yep. sale from what? <laughs> like, should it be ten bucks? No, no, no. I just no, meant just, like just they're, they're actually, yeah, they're they're still selling this game like on the Microsoft. Like, I was shocked that I could Look actually buy this game and play it on a modern console. Um, so yeah, bought it for ten bucks. I streamed a little bit of it over the weekend, and it was it's fun. Surprisingly, it still holds up pretty well. I think it's probably one of the better um, like video games based on a movie because usually they just I feel like they don't make those that much anymore. They usually just, when they used to make them, they just kind of cash in on it just because they uh, are releasing it at the same time around the movie. And they did that with this game, but they actually put a lot of effort into it, like with the lightsaber combat and the upgrades and like the, they included a lot of cut content from the movie in this game. Like a lot of mm. scenes that didn't make it into mm. the original cut of the movie, they included in the game. So I thought mm. that was really cool. And you can tell that they actually uh, put some effort into it. Like so. if you're a fan of that movie specifically... I feel like you owe it to yourself to check it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it's still, even today, it's still fun. Um, I do wish I had, like, you know, my one of my only gripes is I wish there was full camera control. It's kind of like a fixed perspective. Like, yeah. it's almost like 2D. Camera always gets you but, in the past. Yeah, but it's just fixed to the, to the one side, and you're just kind of going through these levels. But that's really my, my only gripe with it. Um, other than that, it's pretty fun. Um, other than that... Uh, we got a little game time in this weekend, and yeah. <laughs> Dave finally was nice enough. <laughs> Dave to... finally. <laughs> well, I mean, this has been a Come long on, time Dave. coming. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Brandon and Dave, mostly Brandon, have been like bothering me for years and years to buy Overwatch and play it with them because they've oh, been boy. playing it for. I fucking hours. love that game, man. Who doesn't? I love it. <laughs> and. I was always like, nah, I don't, don't think I would be into it. I, so I never bought it. I <sighs> said one time I told Brandon, if you know, if you wanted me to play it so bad, just buy it for me. And he refused. So Dave, because <laughs> we're grown ass men and you should buy your own video games. <laughs> Dave finally bought it for me because he's a good friend. Uh-huh. Mm. And we played a little bit over the weekend and I had a good time. So it was a good chunk. A couple hours. Out. Yeah. Like I knew I would I knew I would have fun. I knew I would like it. Like I played the beta way back when it first released, but But what um, makes this game cool, especially with a buddy or a couple buddies, honestly, uh is there's so many characters. It's like um like a fighting game, like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, where like over the years there's just so many characters. But Overwatch, oh even though it's been only been, I don't know, a few years, but the they've added so many characters in the thirties now. And it's I think crazy. Maybe, it's like in the 30s. High, it's got to be high 20s, 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And each character is so different. They break them up in groups as best as they can. 
But what's cool is like, especially introducing Eric is that me and Dave kind of complement each other in the characters that we pick. And Eric was picking characters. He was kind of trying characters out and yeah, I was trying to find my love with a little now, bit. And that's cool because I, we can work with you when we group up. And that came, it's just a blast grouping up with buddies because there's different moments, different pinch points of each level because you're doing extractions or I don't know, not extra. What's, what is it like? Um, the escort one. Escort. Yeah. yeah. You're moving something along or something like that, or you got to take something over, but you have to have communication, but it really does come down to if you're a tank, like, and you have a healer, then who's doing the offense? So one of us could be doing the offense, you know, like rockets or whatever. It is very strategic for, it's like a, it's like the chess of first person shooters. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Slap that on the box. <laughs> you ever, Aaron, have you ever played Overwatch? No, no. I, I make good decisions. Are you not in the first person shooters? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm obviously joking, but no, I've never tried it. Um, I've done worse, oh. so I'm not going to sit here and judge you. I've I've played League of Legends, so, <laughs> you know, I have no hill to stand <laughs> on in this, in this discussion, hole. but... Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a hole. But uh, no, I totally get it. Like th- games like that, the highs are high. Like when you're coordinating and doing things right and communicating, like it feels good. Like you feel like you did something. It does feel good because the characters each over time in the background, each character has their own abilities, but they also have their own super ability. And that can really be, I mean, Diva with her explosion thing or whatever. But if you time them right, at the very end, you can stop something because <laughs> of the, the time or whatever. You know, so it's, I don't know, It's tension is really good in that game. But I'm glad Eric liked it. No, it was fun. I'm looking forward to playing some more with you guys um, and getting a feel for some of the characters that I was trying out. But yeah, I had fun. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> game came out like almost 10 fucking years ago and here you it was yeah 2014 or something crazy really um, um, was that old yeah i don't know something mm-hmm. like that you but. you folks at home can't see this but uh brandon and dave are fist pumping and saying yes under their breath so <laughs> got, got another they, one they finally got me in <laughs> after them. all yeah. these years yep. you know what video i don't know if video games do this but there's like no referral program maybe there is but like god damn it you know yeah. where's the referral program right. we should like get game pass. Like a free skin Game Pass owes us some money at this point, I think. They they do. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we've we pretty much uh, evangelize them on every episode. For our millions of fans that we have convinced to get, yeah. Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was it for me. Uh, what about you, Aaron? What have you been working on? Oh man, speaking of holes. Um, oh, Ooh. sorry. I, didn't mean to, I love uh, holes. Yeah, they're great. We yeah. love holes. Filling holes we around like filling here, holes. especially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, more of a. I'm going to word this differently, but I was just saying Vampire Survivors. I don't know if you've hey. heard of this game. Yeah. If you've talked about it on the show it's before, but a little ooh. Bit. Dave, Dave, I haven't yeah, gotten too Dave far into it, but bit. if you've. Oh, it's good. It's very good. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Dave, you're looking a little. Uh, or is that Brandon? Let me get your names right. Dave, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. You're looking. Dave's the. Well, <laughs> I was going to say Dave's the bald one, but Brandon's getting there too. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> clean one. Here yeah. Yeah. Um, this it, like this is like the most actively passive game I've ever played. Um, <laughs> yes. If you've ever played a bullet hell game or maybe like a 1943 top down like airplane shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar. 
mm-hmm. that family, okay. except instead of, you know, you're the bullet hell, you become the thing that just is firing at all of these enemies who increasingly get more powerful and more plentiful. And your only input is the left stick. You're moving around. You're collecting gems to level up and increasing your powers and whatnot. But it's got such a like a, a great treadmill of, oh, this weapon. Oh, I just figured out that if I combine these two things, it upgrades this weapon. Oh, if I I just found out if I go over here, I just found a little secret thing. And now I have a map of where I'm at. Now I see Ooh. a map and there's icons on there. What the hell are these? Like they're th- getting deep. In so there. Let me like, yeah, let me back up just a little bit. <laughs> they're they're 30 minute runs when you're playing. So okay. you start. That's a session. Yeah. Right. You're, you're looking top down at a character. This is like 16 okay. bit style it. graphics, right? It's basically they ripped everything from Castlevania. Is this on <laughs> like Xbox this, or oh, yeah. PlayStation? Sprites and weapons or and yeah. PC or what is this on? If I, I got it on Steam. Like Steam, game. Steam it. Yeah, you can I think play this for, is yeah. just can, early yeah. access Steam right now. Play Three for bucks. free on your phone too, if you go. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. On your phone. And it's yep. just got the touch, yeah. the okay. touch left stick. That's it. Yeah. So like it's I'm using air quotes run based, but mm-hmm. you know the there are multiple maps, multiple characters. The maps are I would imagine generated because they seem to go on endlessly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you just have different objectives to do and things to experiment with. And it's a lot of the the fun it is is the discovery and achievement in it, and it's just satisfying. Like it just feels good to to hit your things, to hit your goals, and just like oh, just mow down it just hundreds seems of like thousands it, of enemies. It fires off every like synapse in your brain, you know, like a gamer synapse, like numbers going up. Like it's like a casino, shit, like yeah. on the screen. Like, yeah, you're sitting. Yeah, it should be like in a high oxygen environment, smoking cigarettes and getting free drinks. <laughs> like you feel old because <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the level up is a literal slot machine. You know, like here's a bunch of items you could get and it stops on. Oh, the purple one. Like, yeah, it's okay. They know what they were doing. I think it's a single dude who made it and it's. Oh shit! Yeah, it's crazy. It, yeah, Have it's blown up the run? beyond what I've finished. Several. Okay. I'm. Yeah, I like five or God. six. Uh, I, yeah, I yeah. Got that <laughs> yeah, yeah, five, five or six achievements away from finishing it. He they're constantly updating though. Like once a week, there's just new stuff. Ooh, added, I love so. when, the, hmm. when a company or a person or whatever does that. They just support their yeah. niche little audience, and they just yeah, you like this? Thank you, and they just pump out the content. It feels good. Yeah, and it's, it's three. But I don't know if we mentioned it's three dollars. Three dollars, the most for like, the for the Steam version. Yeah, yeah, dollar for dollar, the most entertainment you're going to get in a, in a while. Right. I agree. Yeah, video games. I think in general are always a good value. Like when I watch a movie, I'm like, damn, I spent twenty bucks to see this for two hours. But a video game, I even if the game sucks. Like I'm going to get more than two hours out of it, probably. Probably it takes you a while to find that yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, but true. You, you might notice it after you get like three or four games for that same twenty dollars too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick, I mentioned this on my pod, but I'll share it with you, your fine folks as well. Uh, I've just recently binged all of I think you should leave the uh, Tim Robin. Oh my god! god. I haven't watched all this. So I, I haven't show. watched it all. The I haven't finished it, but like what I've watched, I fucking laugh my ass off. Yep, oh I wholeheartedly God. endorse it. Like yeah. I could sit here and recite bits for you, but dude, it's, the one when he goes to the mall good. when he's like wearing that old man outfit, 
Well, because the setup's great because it's like they're not going to be able to tell. This is going to be so amazing. And he just looks like a serial killer who like glued a mannequin to himself. It's <laughs> I got too much shit on me. Was that I got too much shit on me? I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. But yeah, those are those are the things that I've been doing oh, okay. and enjoying. Um, awesome. All right, I'll wrap us up here. Uh, so I, yeah, I played Overwatch. It feels really good to get Eric to, to play it and actually enjoy it. So that was that was a special moment for me, just because I, I love that game. It's definitely top ten video games of all time for me. So, um, but there. you know when I finished, uh, I finished Far. Lone sales. It's actually Brandon short. actually finished a game. I never oh. finished games. I know, and um, I finished it. I wanted to bring it up. Uh, I think the game is, I don't know. I give it like a B plus, A A minus kind of area, whatever. But it's um, it's fun. It's beautiful to look at. It's a bit boring, but rewarding at the same time. I don't know what that feels. But I was driven to complete it. I wanted to see the world. There's so minimal, such minimal story to it. But I was curious where it was going, and I've never finished Limbo or Inside, but I've played them. And you've never felt... finished them? No, and I got what? to the end. Oh of my Inside. god! I know, and I got. I know, and like that's what makes those games is like the <laughs> ending, I guess. But so I was driven to finish Far, and um, I did. So it ends kind of, kind of flat. I would say it just ends a little bit, making me feel like all right, is this like another act about to start? But like, no, that's the credits. I'm like, maybe something's going to do something. And no, that was the end of the game. So I don't know. But other than that, like at the end, I did feel accomplished. I feel like it was worth the journey. Uh, The puzzles aren't too hard, but they can be kind of tricky. But at the end, you just kind of like the game Portal, where like you get so good with these controls that if you stick with it till the end, you feel like, it's just so, I don't know, so na- it comes so natural that you can do anything. You're not even thinking about the controls. You're just kind of like bring it on and like waves would come or like I would have to go underwater and I would have to do all these things. And my it was just, it trained my brain to think in a certain way that that's what was addicting about it. But also at times I was kind of like setting the sail and just sitting there for like literally a minute a minute of gameplay. A minute of gameplay is forever. So you're just sitting there watching you sail. And that's it. Just sailing. Yeah. Like it's kind of like Sea of Thieves where you just sail. Like a board in Wind Waker too. It's, so it's like that feeling. So you like, bust out your phone and you're like, oh, oh shit. I hit something. All right. I got to repair that and go underwater and solve the puzzle. It, it was kind of like that. But but, I, I, but it's, huh. I would, it's like, are you recommending this game? But I would say if you like a casual game with puzzles and sailing. sailing like just relax a little bit i think it's worth checking out for sure at least check it out i don't know if you want to finish it but well now <laughs> you need to go back and play limbo and inside i know I say, you don't finish you're the, crazy you don't for finish not the great those. games but then you finish it well it's funny because i thought about those games play. the whole time i was playing this i'm like i gotta go back and play those games i mean it's similar style mm-hmm. you know yeah you start in the left like you that. just constantly go right 2d yeah 2d style like I don't even know what the genre for those are, like immersive yeah. puzzle games, I guess. Yeah. I remember playing an hour or two of it a couple of years ago when it first came out. Um, I remember liking a bit of the like environmental storytelling they were doing with that of kind of, yeah. how does this world work? Why is this this way? 
Um, do they get into any more of that and kind of explain, you know, maybe why Fuck the world no, is dude. the way it is? No, of course not. Okay. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Do you yeah. think they're going to? So that's a little bit frustrating, I guess, is that you, you go to a city and you pull it up from the waters and like you think mm. something's going to happen and you just fucking leave. And it's just achievement pops up. It's just like, you know, you raise the sunken city. Listen, oh, Brandon, okay. it's about it's about the journey, not the destination. It, it totally is. It totally okay. is. Sure. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. was this game written by J.J. Abrams? You just, you know, just in a mystery box that never gets solved? Oh, God. You got to be careful with that guy's name around here, man, because we're sensitive. <laughs> Episode 9 still kind of hurts a little bit. Not that we hate it, whole... but it hurts. Mm. I'm yeah. not going to say something as strong as hate. I'll just say it wasn't good. Yeah, sure. To that's me. pretty much I'll what we it. think. It wasn't yeah. thought through, wasn't oh. planned, yeah. or well, how could you accounted for? Uh, you let me just say this. Abrams. If I spent $4.5 billion on something, I would probably have like a coherent plan for what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> just going to throw that out there and we'll, you know, we can move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, think, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds like a conversation <laughs> for another episode. We're obviously referring to Star Wars Episode Nine, but uh, look, if you want to get out of tangent, let's do this. All right, so <laughs> right. within every geek is Forget this range of Star Wars opinions, <laughs> whether we love it or hate it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, no, that's it. That's it. Uh, let's talk about Twelve Monkeys. So let's take a break. When we come back. We'll see what Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis were doing in the 1990s. Showing off their asses. <laughs> That's right. Like Lisa, you missed Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis's ass. as we record this episode but maybe we were from the future or maybe we were from the past i, I don't know <laughs> 2035 <laughs> we still got we got a little ways to go before this movie takes place it was it 2035 2035 yeah that's yeah, the, yeah that okay, was the, yeah. the future year i'm gonna okay, start cool, cool. by saying this math doesn't seem to work because bruce willis in 2035 if he was a little kid in 96 I mean, he would, that's, I'm not going to math out loud. I was thinking about that too. It seems a little young. He had to be like, okay, at least 10 years old as a kid. Yeah. In so he's born in 86 or whatever. Yeah. Right. So he's like, what, 50, 50s at that point? Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's, that's close to probably what's possible. Okay. Well, we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's <laughs> take it back. Let's take it back to the beginning. What we're talking about here. Um, we did. I did put a, a post out on social. I don't know if people just haven't seen this movie or are not interested or haven't seen it in a while, but we didn't get much of a response this week. Um, 
our good buddy Jake Iveson says it's worth a revisit. Been a long time since I've seen it, but remembering remember enjoying it. Um, this guy named uh, Dave said, "Why is Kano from Mortal Kombat on the cover?" <laughs> Dave, <laughs> did you really good. say that? He does look like Kano. I was always Mortal confused Kombat. about the, this cover too. He's got the he's, red eye. Yeah, he's got the glowing red eye with the twelve Mon- army of the twelve monkeys logo. Yeah, that was, was a like, marketing team that was like, uh, well, I don't know how to sell this. Uh, this future looks cyborg, cool. Yeah, like Terminator yeah. maybe, right? Yeah, because the, the cover, the poster implies that, yeah, he's got some sort of like cybernetic eye thing going on. But no, it's just like the logo. No laser eyes anywhere. No, no laser eyes, unfortunately. That would have mo- made this movie a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Always does. That is interesting yeah. to look at the poster of the movie and think, does this help sell the idea of this movie and that sounds counterproductive well, looking at this looking at the poster i would have no fucking idea what this movie is about because i mean well this is i don't know about you guys i don't i think you guys have all seen it before right i did it's been a long yes. time but that's kind of yeah. why i wanted to do this because i think that's where a lot of people are at is like the i remember liking it back in the day but it's i don't i could see people not having seen this in a long time aaron you this, saw this movie right no this was my first viewing Really? Oh, okay. No yeah. This was also okay. my first viewing. Okay. I, I'm I'm glad I watched it like this because it certainly made me pay much more attention to what was going on in this movie. And okay, I so the two of you, the two of you run with it. I want to hear your guys' opinion. Seeing this for the first time, because Dave and I are same age. You know, we saw this probably at the same time, so we're just kind of revisiting the movie. But you two specifically, what did you guys think of this movie? I liked it for the most part. Um, I liked the concept. Uh, some of the execution was uh, not the greatest, but overall, I would say that I enjoyed watching. Like, I, I obviously I don't regret watching it or anything. Um, Can you I would give say, us like quick little things that kind of made you like it and dislike it? I liked. I mean, I'm always a sucker for time travel. Anything with time travel, mm. I'm there for. Um, <laughs> so that, that in my notes. Yep. yep, that aspect of it I liked. Um. The world was weird to me. Kind of interesting. I didn't. Very. I didn't love the design. I, it's like more steampunky sort of futuristic stuff, which I'm not super into. But like, I thought it. I will say I thought it looked unique. Nothing. Not really like much I've seen before I'm, uh, in film. I'm so with you on all this right now. So go ahead. Yes. Um, the overall story, plot, concept, and everything I enjoyed uh, enough to get me through it. Um, but that's kind of what I have to say about it right off the bat. Okay. What about you, Aaron? I'm pretty similar to Eric. Um, I did like the world design just because it was believably filthy and, you know, cobbled together. That is true. By mm-hmm. what's left. Uh, I, I, it grossed me, not grossed me out, but I really like the, like, sweaty, like, latex that Bruce Willis is putting on. And then he does another yeah. layer of clear plastic. It's like, oh, God. Mm. Um there are certainly like aspects of this movie that the way information was presented and what was highlighted made me think that this movie was on, you know, a track towards something like a, but right. it made a, it, it, often I was finding myself like uh, get being presented by information that was confusing but the payoff was very quickly after that. It's like, wait, why is that? And then like something happens. You're like, oh, okay. I wow. Could, like, all right, yeah. This is that. Yeah. Um, there's a nice few couple points 
like on a rewatch, I, I would probably enjoy where they'll set up some things like the voicemail, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those those are very good. The romance, it's you know, it's a Hollywood it's, thing. It's, I, I know right. that, that's what I was yeah. thinking the whole time. It, it stumbles around that. It's like yeah. I don't know how to feel. I I right. think that I, the editing didn't help those scenes because well, the yeah. doctor falling in love with like her crazy patient <laughs> more or less but then realizing that well he's not crazy he's actually from the futures i don't know and and yeah and that was one of those like things where i thought like a tangent was like wait is this doctor actually crazy and this guy is <laughs> right. in her head like that is this like crazy. pre is this pre fight club fight club right so <laughs> i was thinking this whole time how much better this movie would be for me. And I enjoyed it, but I would enjoy it so much more if they took, if they cut out all the future scenes. Now, maybe I don't understand like the like meaning of this movie if I do such a thing, but like if you start the movie where she just comes and finds this guy and they're like, yeah, we found him in the street. Like we arrested him. I think he's on drugs, but there's nothing in the system. And she's trying to like, are you from a, like a psycho ward or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, are you on the loose? And we don't know if he's telling the truth or not. If they cut out all that time, like if he just disappears, mm-hmm. like I think that'd be pretty cool, you know? Like yeah. just that, that was just something I was thinking like, man, if we just never knew if this was a real loop going on, we mm-hmm. never saw the future. Is he the, from the future or not? I think there'd be an interesting cut at least. But. Yeah, I think that's, I think maybe that's like the, one of the points of this movie is like the straightforward way to tell this story is exactly why they didn't tell it that way. Well, yeah, Yeah. like they tell you what's going to happen and how this story is going to end. Exactly. And and a lot of the movie is like giving you false hope and trying to like trick you into thinking that like, well, maybe it'll end differently. And no, this movie's like, "Mm -hmm." right. It has that. It's almost like a trope with that uh, flashback where you, you want to get a smidge, but -hmm. then the character starts remembering more and at the yeah. very end that scene is the flashback in its full entirety which like, I've I, seen know. I don't know if he didn't remember his dream as much when they got to there i guess we're already at the end we're jumping to, jumping to the end of the movie well we can talk about the whole story well sure, i mean but... this is kind of impossible to talk about without just talking about the entirety yeah yeah there's a quote in here that I, it was pretty much like the thesis of the film it's like events don't change we change and how we remember them changes. Like, right. There you go. That's your, you know, that's line one of this research paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they should have done? That would be like a white background with that black text that is just that, what you just said. And on the corner of it and graffiti is the 12 Monkeys logo on it. There that you go. would have been a good marketing thing instead of cyborg fucking Terminator. <laughs> yeah, but that, that looked from cool. World Combat. People see that and like, oh, shit. That looks cool. Yeah, I want to go see words. that one. Words. Um, what are words? <laughs> before we get too far into the weeds, I do want to just set up the plot a little bit. Just you know, if I don't before know, you even do that, sir, <laughs> I want to talk about the dirt. I want to talk about the director. Okay, go for so, it. So, Terry, before you do that, I want. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do another episode. Uh, so, Twelve Monkeys was directed by Terry Gilliam. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is that? Sounds and I was familiar. At, I was looking at his movies and I didn't know that I'm a fan of this freaking guy, dude. Oh my God. He did Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. Uh, he did 
I, I never saw it, but Brazil apparently is supposed to be really good. But he did Life of Brian, and he also did Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And yeah, I'm like, yes. no this fucking way. That's all the guess, same guy? I guess I'm just oh. the uh, the baby here because I looked him up and I was like, I've never seen any of this shit that he's done before. Time <laughs> Bandits. Monty Python. Brothers Grimm. Jeez Louise, yeah. man. There's even this weird movie, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. It's this weird fucking movie from the late 80s. It's like the labyrinth kind of high production puppetry, fantastical. It's really good. So I'm a fan of this guy's work. So I just want to call him out that this guy is. Did you even say his a name? Unique director. Did we I say did. his name? Okay. Yeah. Terry, Terry Gilliam. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Uncle Terry, Terry Gilliam. Uncle Terry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eric, you might only know him through his probably worst movie, Jupiter Ascending. I have not seen that one. I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. I didn't he know did he that. did that one. Oh, that that sucks because that movie yeah. apparently is that was the trash one with and I didn't see the it. Channing Tatum or whatever. I yeah. think. And uh, <laughs> what's her name? She does the voice of Meg in Family Guy. Oh, Mila uh, Kunis. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. movie has a twenty-eight percent on Jupiter on <laughs> Tomatoes. Hey, you know we all have some stinkers every now and then, right? It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah. Going back to the plot before Brandon so nicely back. interrupted. I uh, <laughs> just want to set it up in case people haven't seen this at all or haven't seen it in a while. Um, basically, this deadly virus wipes out 5 billion people, which is most of the population of the Earth in 1997. Uh, survivors, the survivor, remaining survivors go to live underground. They create this whole world of surviving underground and animals essentially take over the world. Um, our main character is James Cole, um, and he is a prisoner in this new world, um, and he's basically sent back in time to collect research and find the source of the virus and bring back a sample to the future so that the scientists in the future can create a cure. And um, that's, that's, a good... that's Bruce Willis's character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is Bruce Willis, yeah. Yep. They, they send him to the past through this weird fluorescent tube thing glory hole thing yeah they just they just <laughs> kind of sh- shove them through this weird butthole i don't know what it, it, well, that, you know that that was the weirdest like time travel that like mechanism breathing. i've ever seen yeah. yeah some of the like quote-unquote technology in this movie was interesting yeah and i love any 80s sense, 90s but... technology man i love it yeah well it's nice because it's it it doesn't matter so why bother it's true Ex, you know, doing exposition of, well, we made the Vipitiba and it does the Jameson particle. Like, right. Who cares? Like, it's tribe travel. All you like, need to know right. is he's, yeah, going back in time. He went into two in like, the 90s. <laughs> yeah, it's like then, uh, Back to the Future rules. Like, it's just a car. I figured it out because I'm a scientist. <laughs> and then right. how he gets back Duh. back to the future makes even less sense. He kind of just disappears and he's they never back. Yeah, they don't yeah, say. They never. Like, they skibbity boppity boo around that shit. That is a small critique I have because the when that happened... Oh, I guess the movie wanted you to feel this way because it was just like, wait, what? And then he's back there. And I'm like, wait, right? Was he giving? Is like, because like he disappears from that insane asylum. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping ahead, but it's fine. Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he's the back in front of the scientists talking about what he was doing. I thought this whole movie was like a flashback, and he was back in the future talking about his entire trip to the past. Oh, for a second okay. there. And then, like, more because stuff Because he was happened. lifted in that seat. Yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. was an example of, like, this movie's confusing. Oh, okay, no, it's, he's going back again. We're doing this multiple times. Okay. Did, 
The only time they quote unquote explain it is with the whole teeth thing. Because yeah. apparently by their teeth is how they track them when they go back to the past. So at one point, <laughs> Bruce Willis rips out his fucking teeth. And yeah. apparently that's, you know, that's a way that they can't track them or recall them. They have to go back, back to, to the, the future. future. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I could do that. No, that's <laughs> that was pretty gross. Yeah. I was right. They're here. You see, you see 12 monkeys. 12 monkeys. Leave me now! Come on! Come on! They're here, you see? Twelve monkeys! Twelve monkeys, come on! Twelve monkeys! Wait, 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 here. Here, do you see it? You see? I see some red paint. Some marks. Marks, marks, you think that... Oh, this is right. Hey! Hey! Don't, don't you do anything crazy. Or I'll hurt somebody. I am not gonna do anything crazy, Jace, but none of this is what you think it is. You can't hide from the bar. I said you can't hide from them. No, sir, old Bob. Don't even try. They hear. Everything. They got that tracking device on you. <sighs> they can find you anywhere, anytime. It's in the tooth. Right, Bob? And I fooled him, old buddy. <laughs> this was definitely a writer having fun with, you know, the thought premise. What if homeless people weren't crazy? You know, right. and then they were just like, they were right. But how do you, you know, how do you explain things and, and convince people? That was another confusing thing to me is that yeah. homeless dude. Because the Im- implication is that he knows everything and somehow he's talking to James Cole, like while yeah. he's in the future. Because he keeps, whatever, he keeps calling him Bob or he whatever. He talked to him whenever he wants. I think it was in mm-hmm. his head. I think that, I thought that guy was. You think that was actually in his, his in his? No, head. because the woman, uh, Catherine, from nineteen ninety, from the nineteen nineties, yeah, from the 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 different eras or different years that he was visiting, um, she about- finds him and she's like, "You remember?" Oh, James the homeless Cole. guy. Yeah, I'm talking about the sorry the the voice. That's the uh, same but- guy who's doing the voice. He bust. That's yeah, the same the guy. guy. Mm-hmm. I just yes. had a thought. Yeah, because he calls him. He calls him Bob says, or whatever. Yeah, she yeah. says you're the one. How do you know him? He's he. You can talk to him. Are you from, you're from the future, right? But he didn't remember it then. That's okay. This is what I'm. Did he hear the voice ever again after he pulled his teeth out? Because I don't I be... think so. I, I always wonder if the that was just bathroom. a coincidence or in the airport. Oh, in the airport bathroom. Oh, he did. You're right. Yeah. Airport Maybe. bathroom. Okay. He hears it when he's putting on his mustache again. That's true. Oh. And he goes. Yep. And then he, he kicks attacks in the, the guy in the. <laughs> In the stall. <laughs> Scares the shit out of that guy. Uh, yeah, or he would have if he didn't that's just why. take his shit. Yeah. Because then, because he <laughs> mentioned something about, he mentioned something in that little thing when he's whispering to him. Um, yeah. That he wouldn't have known if he wasn't there. That only he would have known. So. Yeah. I think that's like his other, he is kind of crazy. I did think it was interesting, the whole concept of like uh, Cole going back into the past. And then he somehow ends up in this 
mental institution like uh, i don't know he i forget oh, how that's cool. exactly they say that cool he ended yep. up there but he was like attacking these cops and they brought him there because they thought he was crazy so he was talking spouting all this stuff about the future so uh, clearly in you know 1997 or whatever 1996 whatever year it was they're gonna think he's crazy so they take him to this mental institution and this whole theme of like, you know, he knows what's really going to happen, but everybody else just thinks he's crazy and he doesn't know what I'm talking, what he's talking about. And then throughout the entire movie, he actually starts to believe himself that he's the crazy one, you know, and that Catherine, uh, Dr. Rayleigh was right this entire time. But yeah. the, it's, it's just weird. The, the, uh, dichotomy between them because they f- kind of flip on each other. Yeah. You know, Bruce Willis, well, James Cole, he starts to think he's actually crazy and then Rayleigh starts to actually believe him. So that was interesting at that like convergence point when she's trying to yep. convince him like, no, you're actually you're not crazy. You're mm-hmm. you know, this is actually uh, actually happening. So yeah. I thought that was well done. Well, let's get out of the way. This movie is a loop, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a loop. The it's story basically is a, loop. A, a time paradox. Pretty oh, much. Yeah. Well, for him, for his story, but I mean, once he's dead, no, because it keeps because baby Cole, little Cole, it's just gonna the cycle is gonna repeat that cycle. Well, he sees himself in his dream flashback memory, whatever you want to call it. He's seeing himself dying. Yeah, and that's the same memory he has from when he was a kid, and the cycle is just gonna. But outside keep repeating of itself. outside of him, the future will go on. Yeah, because there's always gonna be a virus pandemic, though. Yeah, that's gonna wipe out billions of people. Right. That's the the loop that they can't escape, and it's because right, was... of this specific loop. Because him going in the past, he warning about the dangers of the future, the cause of tells it. people of the past who had didn't have the idea. He it's like Inception. It's like they wouldn't have had the idea, but you passively give them the idea, thus for them to act on certain behaviors. And, he, and it's like a butterfly effect. He didn't give them the idea, it's, though. No, it's actually he not. does give them the idea. Oh no, no, that's the he gives, climax he gives of the to movie. Yeah, Jeffrey goins the crazy like brad pitt in the hospital but that's all a red herring that doesn't yes. have anything yeah that's to the do. whole twist of the movie yeah i yes. was gonna ask like the whole the villain of the movie um i had to look up his name dr peters Dude, uh, yeah. yeah creepy creepy yeah. ponytail guy who's ponytail? like yeah yeah like he's only introduced in like the first beginning of the movie and then you don't hear a peep out of him until mm-hmm. like way towards the end he makes like a comment and then you don't see him again until the airport and you're like He's got like the, the least amount of screen time of any villain ever. Yeah. <laughs> but Ka- so, but Catherine, she's like this uh, scientist, psych- mm-hmm. psychiatrist, or whatever. But she encounters Cole, right, Bruce Willis, and it puts her down a certain path. That path has her doing that like TED talk, that speech, oh. and the guy in the mm. audience is the crazy guy. They just yeah. needed the push, so she's talking about all this stuff, okay, yeah, and yep. she's giving him the, uh, the she's giving okay. him the. That's what I'm saying. That like this loop, yeah, this loop, go. it causes it, and there's there's no way out of it because of Cole, because they keep sending him back yeah. in time. Yep, and that's the loop, and so every everybody that has an effect on the actual pan, the virus getting out is because of him being sent back in time. It's like you said. It's a time paradox. You just mm-hmm. there's no way around it. It's like going he can back never and killing your grandfather. Right. You, he can't you, change how the past can do that, no matter then, what he does. Yeah. Right. I thought this was going to be like literally the butterfly effect where he's going to kill himself as a kid. Like <laughs> oh to to yeah, he, he gets shot and then he looks at himself and he just raises the like, gun and blah! goes boom. 
Uh, right? Oh and the kid dies. Oh, oh, wait, this is a Hollywood movie. They're not going to shoot a kid in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I think the whole, yeah, the whole point was no matter, yeah. no matter what he does, his fate is going to uh, be the yeah. same. Well, his fate the is end. the same, but I mean, after he dies or whatever, the world, the world keeps going on. Like there's gonna, there's still a pandemic. There's still people living underground. They're just gonna send somebody. I'm assuming they would send in Twelve Monkeys too. They send somebody back in time. Yeah, but Cole is there still. He's gonna always be there because it, it's gonna keep looping. I mean, like you could go they won't before loop Cole. after he dies. Yeah. Well, like you could, but you could he's go... little. Little Cole is still there though. He you, needs you, to be killed, or his parents need to be killed to prevent any. That's of this in from 1996. Happening. They will 20, 20, 35 is still happening when Cole yeah. dies. So no, that's it not goes how... to 2036, and then 2037 keeps going. See, that's where time travel movies get yeah, lucky, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, which flavor is this? Is this the instant right. change in the future from things happening in the past, or is this uh, predetermined fate the... that you can't escape? I think it's the yeah, like the My brain uh, the hurts. Marvel theory where like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The Marvel it's... one where like each each thing is like a different timeline. You know, no matter yeah. like each iteration is a different timeline. It's not all one continuous timeline. It's like branching. Gentlemen, let me tell you about a little show called Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes, yes. I was hoping you would bring up some Star Trek in here. <laughs> uh, there's a absolutely fantastic episode called cause and effect uh mm-hmm. that is similar to this movie it is a time loop episode uh it starts with the enterprise being destroyed in the stinger mm-hmm. oh. what and then after credits or opening credits roll we get uh, a poker game and we're playing poker and we're going about our day and at the end of the day there is an anomaly and a ship comes flying out of it and the power went out for some reason and we need to get out of the way and we use the tractor beam and fail and explode and die and then we come back from oh, commercial and we start that, that day song. over again yeah it's a lot of fun so, it's a really fun data episode. data sense data is the key to this one we'll say sure wanna, yeah i don't want to spoil this 15 year old next generation or 20 something year old next generation episode. <laughs> i mean we, we can spoil it. he he should have been called data s machina i mean yeah because he's so many times the way out of so many things uh that's patent pending nobody steal that and then <laughs> yeah i mean he they just you know they figure out a way to because everybody's getting deja vu that's the fun cool part it was like this feels weird like this has happened before and then Dr. Crusher predicts all of the cards that are being dealt in the game. And they're just like, that's not possible. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. It's a fun little mystery thing. Much tighter, obviously, for television. But I was drawing a lot of parallels between that episode and uh, this movie. And speaking of parallels, that's another Star Trek episode that talks. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, me off. Cut me off. I'll never uh, stop. Next Generation is great, though. Well, well, we we do that. We'll 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 pull like references from other movies where we'll see a parallel, like when we saw like these um, retro movies getting mm. a sequel from like decades later, and we would see the comparisons. Uh, yeah, I kept saying how like Die Hard reminded me of Dread, which had Bruce Willis, which is in this movie, which is a more parallel. threads, more threads. <laughs> Listen, we've yeah, uh, so we've talked about Cole. We've talked about railing. Let's talk about Brad Pitt. Let's talk about Jeffrey Goins. I think he is the star of this movie. I think he Well, he, did, is... he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. How could he not? I thought he was fantastic in this role. I don't know why. I, I, I He could make it or break it for me, and I feel, or the, that character, 
but I think Brad Pitt <laughs> was just so fun to watch. I don't know how he got that with he his eyes. He pulls off the crazy. Did oh, he yeah. do the eyes, or so, was he wearing a contact lens? There was a, yeah, the, yeah they, it was a, it was a yeah. hand-painted contact lens to get that, cool. the cockeyed effect. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really pretty, cool. So he's basically seen out of one eye because mm-hmm. he's being covered. Yeah. I was reading in the facts that the director took away his cigarettes to get him the mm-hmm. kind of like the correct amount of antsiness and the algidery and yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. how that's how he like pulled it out hey, of him. Don't but. get in his chair. Don't get in that guy's no. chair. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yo, Jeffrey! Jones! What? Hey, look here. This here's James. Now, do me a favor. Why don't you show him around? Tell me TV rules. Show me the games and stuff, okay? How much you gonna pay me? How much? I'd be doing your job. Five thousand dollars, my man. That enough? Five thousand? I'll wire a check to your account as usual. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. I'll give him the deluxe mental hospital tour. My man. Uh, get around, get around, and <laughs> make him feel good. Hey, you the prisoners? No, no you're no. the guards. Now you got it. Now right, you got right, it. Right. Okay, okay. It's all in good fun. All in good. Here's some games here, and there's. Get out! Get out! He's in my chair. Games, games. Here's some games. Games that want to get out. See? More games. Games, they vegetize you. See? If you play the games, you're voluntarily taking a tranquilizer. I guess they give you some chemical restraints, huh? Drugs! What did they give you? Thorazine? Haldol? How much? How much? Learn your drugs. Know your dose. It's elementary. I need to make a telephone call. Telephone call? Telephone call? That's communication with the outside world, doctors. Discretion. Ah, nah. Uh, hey, all of these nuts could just make phone calls. They could spread insanity oozing through telephone cables, oozing to the ears of all these poor, sane people, infecting them. Wackos everywhere, plague of madness. Come on, let's go. In fact, very few, few, few. Very few of us here are actually mentally ill. I'm not saying you're not mentally ill. For all I know, you're crazy as a loon. But that's not why you're here. That's not why you're here. It's not why you're here. You're here because of the system. Yeah, the uh, the, the asylum scenes where he's just kind of you know he's a nutbag in there. He's just mm-hmm. a he's a pot stirrer. He's a real firecracker in that place. But mm-hmm. that speech that he does when he's like crawling across his bed, then the like the other guy's bed, and then he gets. You know, over to like Bruce Willis, and he's like in his face, and then yeah, he jams a spider in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Then, like Bruce Willis was, was he hungry? Was he hungry? <laughs> no, he was, no to he, he was trying to collect samples. Yeah, because yeah. remember when he, he comes, it? he goes back to because he didn't have anywhere else to put it, so he thought maybe if he ate it, like he could bring it back to the future with him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when, he, out. When, <laughs> when they bring him back to the future, he's like, oh, I collected a sample, I ate it, and yeah. I don't think they really said it. They're like, oh, okay. Good for you. You ate a fucking good, spider. Weirdo. Good thought. <laughs> yeah. Is he sent back in time without clothes? Or does I he think, have clothes on him? I think it's Terminator style. I, think, I don't think he can wear anything. Does he? Yeah, because yeah, he's in that weird he's in the tube. S- tube thing. Yeah. And they... <laughs> he's got a tube, tube, man. Tube thing. Okay. Who has... Let's see. We see both Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis's ass in, in this movie. Who's, who's got yeah. the better ass? Oh man, Bruce Willis was like then. nice and toned, yeah. you know, and yeah, you round. Say that. Sure. Do you think that was a body double though for Bruce? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you big Bruce, Bruce fan over there? It happens more than once too. It's yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. wow. He gets the, the wash. 
Multiple ass scrubbings in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get those germs off, though. That's where they hide. Filthy, dirty, dirty Bruce Willis. (laughs) (laughs) I almost got like the, you know, we were talking about how the the feel of the movie was like, like this dirty, retro, futuristic kind of stuff. It gave me like a, like a fifth element vibe, but like a real Mm. dirty fifth element. I don't know. A lot of, I think it was the way they were filming it with like a lot of the up close shots and then oh, those fisheye you know, lands. Yeah. Anytime people were crazy, like everything was all off center and kiltered and like I, I get you a little sick sometimes. Well, if you're not, the music is not even because sometimes it's real songs from the past. And I love I love the collection that they picked. But mm-hmm. the music that is made just for the movie is like what an accordion or something like, weird. It's a little it's like mischievous. Box. But it's anytime that. It's any time that Pitt's around or the 12 Monkeys is around. That's when they cue that music. But yeah, yeah. it's still stuck it's in my so head. It is, it is an earworm. Yeah. Yeah. It is so bizarre. But it's like circus music. But Because that's, I mean, that's how they came up with the, makes 12, sense. the 12 Monkeys yeah. logo is. Oh, okay. A, yeah. And the circus has the, animals and they kind of, most people who like, like, like animals. They don't want the animals from the wild being put in for show, so they're like, we gotta end wow. those circuses. So I can uh, see actually, the, it's, a, it's a puzzle connection there. Hmm? The What's the logo the logo is designed for the twelve monkeys. Uh, features thirteen monkeys atop a revolving globe, directly lifted from a nineteenth century puzzle. So that's kind of where that's they came up with it. It's yeah, it borrowed a lot of stuff from this, but. Yeah, I, th- I did feel, I, th- I think it's interesting that, like, I mean, the movie's called 12 Monkeys. The whole thing with Cole is that he's got to find the army of the 12 mon- monkeys because they believe, he believes, I guess the people in the future believe that they're the ones who started this virus. But like Dave said earlier, like, they're the whole red herring of this whole story because it turns out the 12 monkeys, like, they're just this weird animal, animal rights activist, activist right yeah. group. Yeah, who they're big thing was just releasing a bunch of animals from the zoo like that was like their their whole but is that because because cole was saying that like humans wiped out and the animals took over the earth he's like that's a good idea wipe out the humans let the animals take over which is another yeah he planted that idea kind of well it's another like hint for the audience of like you know brad pitt yeah see how much misdirection yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. no this movie does a lot to make you, you know, think what you want, what they want you to think, to mm-hmm. pull the rug out from under you. Like they did, I think they did this red herring pretty well. Yeah, like, even definitely. the guy's hairstyle and Brad Pitt's longer hair, like. Yeah, because in the oh, in some of double the, pony. Oh, yep. Yeah, nice. Nice. Some of the right. some yeah. of the versions of the airport flashback, you know. In one of the versions, like it's Goins who is the one who, holding the suitcase, yeah. and so we think like, oh, it's you know, it's him the entire time, mm-hmm. but he's just misremembering that and um, just putting that in there because he met him. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. And all the things with like the there's constantly like TVs on in the background of like news mm-hmm. reports and all this yeah. stuff going on, which are some of it was interesting because like the whole boy in the well thing that was basically. <laughs> Like a plot device for oh, it's like uh, Back to the Future, where yeah. two where he has the book. It's just like just start proving things from the future and just say yeah. like I remember. Which it seemed it seemed very long and dragged out just as a plot device for Rayleigh to believe that Bruce Willis was actually from the future. Yeah, um, and like that, it was the same thing with the whole World War One scene where he gets sent back to World War One and he gets shot 
in the leg and then he has the bullet in his leg and they take it out and it's like oh this is proof that he's you know he was telling the truth when he said he was you know was in whatever yeah, shot those, in World sure. War I, couple it's just weird how they spent so much time on those couple little things just yeah. for that one purpose of like proving he's from the future but i guess it, it did uh it a to lot her. The plot yeah. yeah right i i seriously doubt they would be able to figure out how old that bullet was so quickly some local right. police department like oh this is from 1920s <laughs> yeah i just pulled this out of this guy's leg yeah just based on the uh deterioration of the bullet it must be from world war one yeah yeah they make a couple leaps but yeah. which he's actually pretty he's walking around pretty good for having a bullet in his leg for yeah later on in the movie when he's jumping around and landing on his legs and all that stuff yeah he's He's kind of superhuman in this movie. Um, how did you guys feel about Bruce Willis's performance in this? Because I noticed one thing. I'm going to say this first, and then I want you guys to kind of talk about it. But if you watch like Die Hard or whatever, he's always like in pain. He's always like rough. He's always like out of breath. Like he's barely getting through. And I think he's really good at that. I don't know what kind of acting that is, but like that's what he's really good at. And I think he's doing this in this movie as well. It's the same shit where he's just, uh, uh, he's just, he's just really good at just barely making it through. A it's movie. funny that you say that because the director, I read this, that the director actually told him that he, there was a list of like Bruce Willis isms that he didn't want him to do in this movie because they are so like, you know, at that point they were kind of cliche um, so it's interesting that you fi- you think that he still was acting the same as he does in the other I ones. feel like he is still John McClane. He just is like going through time travel and he's having a hard time. He, he get, he's, dude, he took he's, on like six guys and he beat up like three of the dudes. Uh, the well, he's, security he's or whatever. still like strong and dangerous, but he's also, I feel like he, his character is very like timid and, you know, afraid a lot of the times. Yeah. Um, even though he is, you know, sure, his education clearly super strong low in this movie too. I mean, he's a kid that went right into yeah, he, a po- apocalyptic environment. Yeah, well, yeah they I don't mean, ever he was a prisoner explain, most of his life. They don't ever explain why he is strong, do they? That's no, I th- yeah, they they don't explain that, and they don't explain like I, one thing I was wondering about the futuristic world. Like, is are all the survivors prisoners or is, was he just yeah. living in this like prison complex? I, I don't Is there know, normal man. people living underground just in houses and stuff? This I, is the weak part of the movie where they could have done a little more, just a little like more a parody, world building. Cause yeah. the way the camera is and like they get in people's faces, like the whole film's basically filmed with this glow effect or a tilted angle or a f- fisheye lens. It's just, it's just constantly, it's more for the art. I think there's a story. I think he wanted to say, or they wanted to say something very specific with this movie. Probably just mm-hmm. the story. Don't worry too much about the science. I feel like that is second to yeah. the story that we want to tell. I could be wrong. I haven't rewatched it after seeing it like right away. I'm like, all right, I'll watch it again while it's fresh in my head and look for shit. But yeah. to me, it's kind of like, just, just let it go. Yeah. You know, also I, I as much as, um, I heard about how like the director was really big in the details of this movie. There's one thing that went through, and I don't know if this is a mistake or if it's on purpose, but when they're at the psych ward and it's Cole and uh, Jeffrey, right? That's Brad Pitt's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking again about something or other, and there's a TV show. 
and they start talking about like this monkey show or whatever. And Brad Pitt's like patting everybody in the back and talking all that stuff. And then he uh, sees Cole sitting down and then he like takes something out of somebody's hand and like throws it. He's like, all right, go fetch. And then he takes that guy's seat. Camber then gets intimate and gets next to those two actors. And then when Brad Pitt sits down and he starts wigging out and all that stuff, there's a brief second he looks right at the camera. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. They left that in. That's got to be purposeful. So I rewinded it and I went back and I saw it. And I'm like, I did it like three times. I'm like, yeah, he is looking right at the camera. He's now, crazy. He knows I where he is. <laughs> Why would Brad Pitt do that? He's got nominated. You know, he got like an award for like his performance in this movie. Um, the director is known for doing comedies and parodies and all that stuff. So I'm just curious, what is is it, is it an accident or did they want Brad Pitt to look at the camera? And then why would he? This only happens. I was looking for it through a whole <laughs> movie. Does this happen again? Is he like a fourth wall breaking character? It's just that one scene. It's very oh. weird. I don't know. Oh, I'd have to check for it. Yeah. A director or editor wouldn't miss that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't, yeah. hmm. you know, let's say like there's got to be some sort of, yeah, purpose hmm. to that if they left it in there. I mean, I tangent, like a but wink and a nod. slightly related because, tangent away. yeah, well, it's about the movie because, like, at the end, the very end, crazy butt chin guy gets on this plane, right? And he's, <laughs> and he's you know, they make earlier, they make Brad Pitt memorize a list of cities, right? And then they pay mm-hmm. that off by butt chin having a ticket that goes to all those cities right and he's got vials of whatever but he's on the plane and he sits next to one of the scientists from the future yeah yeah but she looks exactly the same age as she does in the future i noticed that too and her the very last line of this movie is i'm in insurance so it's like i was is that like confused by that i didn't realize that she was the same that she was a scientist that's crazy she was yeah. yeah one of the scientists from the future. And like yeah. she's the only female scientist of all yeah. those oh, weirdos yeah. that we see in the future. And like the fun part of my brain is like, is this some kind of a hint that like they have a backup plan or like is some kind of weird like different something or I, I don't know. But well, why would she want to go to the, at like ground zero? Why would she want to go to the place where the the actual virus is released unless she's like immune to it? Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean she's in the future she's alive. Survivors, yeah. yeah. Well, doesn't oh, she yeah, also get a vial? To, the whole mission is to get a to sample get, of yeah. the virus, like the mm-hmm. pure virus, so they can yeah. go back to the future and, and make it. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. They're gonna send, they're gonna send somebody other than Bruce back. Yeah, yeah she must have been coming back from the future to like if you know Cole's plan failed, she was the insurance. There you go. Excuse me. It's obscene. All the violence, all the lunacy. Shootings even at airports now. You might say that we're the next endangered species. Human beings. I think you're right, man. I think you've hit the nail on the head. Jones is my name. I'm an insurance. We did oh, it. we solved it. We solved it. All right. You figured it out. There you go. Thanks, there you go, everybody. We solved Thanks, 12 monkeys. Well, it's been <laughs> nice uh, being here. Uh, I'm Aaron. You can catch me on. Uh, <laughs> 
response message response message.com check me out me and tom we do a podcast oh we're not done i'm getting the i'm getting the stop and we need to keep talking (laughs) (laughs) oh let's keep going there <laughs> yeah, I think I think we did kind of more or less solve that. That's uh, that well, makes me feel good because I was I never made that connection. Yeah, no, I'm glad because yeah, she I'm did look familiar. Yeah, hmm. I knew I knew it was the scientist, but I also wondered why she looked the same. I just assumed she was you know this was her like back in the past. But now that you mentioned that, she definitely went back from the future. Yeah, and the whole insurance thing is like. If Cole's plan failed, she was the one who's supposed to go back and get the sample. Or like, That's, you know, now the that fuck we know. Just, sits there and just like says your name and like, I'm in, and this is what I do. Just like, why, what's with the exposition a, there? Why do you have to tell Well, it makes the line people? she says. Yeah. Like she says like, uh, like humans she are the needs next. She set up. Or the next, you know, what is it? Endangered it's species. It's right. Like, yeah. Yeah. What does Didn't that he? mean? Oh, well. That's pretty well, standard airplane talk. Like, what yeah, do you Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm right. I commit germ genocide i don't know <laughs> i run a bondage like, dungeon didn't what he, do you do <laughs> <laughs> then i put my headphones on and look away <laughs> didn't he also like open up that open up the vial of virus and make the security guard smell it like in the airport dude? i mean it I'm infected like, yeah. himself and him and like everybody yeah. around him i'm like damn so, like, dude like yeah he had to have infected himself there because they say like that's like the genesis of the where the uh disease originated from I guess doing it in an airport. Yeah. Yeah. He's like visibly sweating on the plane because like the reality of what he's doing is setting in like. Because somebody's been yeah. collecting the information in the past and mm-hmm. they don't know where these guys who go. He's like, yeah, they don't come back. But like that's told to us in the beginning of the movie. That's also a fun you know? brain breaking thought to travel down. It's like, well, how long have they been sending people back? Mm hmm. And what happens to him? Right. How did the first iteration of this happen? If it happened because they sent back Bruce Willis, you know, that's a, that's like a a central conundrum of the movie. And yeah, they say that like nobody comes back, but Bruce Willis is doing it like every other time. Yeah. Yeah. That was another, was that a lie? I thought he meant comes back to like the regular population. Like once you, once you get called to go up, like you don't go back with the, with the normies again. You stay up yeah, there was... time travel until you go insane. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was another yeah. yeah, another misdirection of like, oh, you caught the virus. If you catch the virus, you never come back. And like doesn't matter. Like he's all <laughs> over the place. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you guys are making me think of like some of the coincidences that happen in this movie. Like, um, he has a cellmate. Well, not a cellmate, but like he has a guy in a cage. They're like gerbils. Yeah. And, and like yeah. I don't know. They somehow know more or less from their observation, like what the hell's going on? They try to figure it out. And they kind of tell each other, like, again, they're just kind of explaining how this works a little bit. You go, you don't come back or whatever. <laughs> um, all, right, all right, cool. But then Bruce Willis's character, Cole is like going all over the place. What are the chances that Jose is there in like world war one? He bumps. I mean, like, all right, he's sent to him in like 1996 or whatever, but, but like what are the chances in world war one or whatever during the war that they were by each other and they bumped into each other. They're both kind of injured. Yeah. And then there's a photo of it as well. <laughs> that, the photo is good. That was, was the just biggest, like, like, I mean, it's str- a cool yeah, thing, but yeah. like, why, how, like, what are the chances to me? It's just like, we got move. We got to speed this movie up. Yeah, that, how about this? That movie, that part was the biggest, like 
stretch for this movie for me. It was just like right? the two of them meeting each other. There happens to be a photograph so that psychiatrists can see it at a later date. Like mm-hmm. clearly, they uh, exit. They set. They had the uh, World War One Germany this exact location setting on the time machine for both of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. of course. Well, they Whoops. they said it's not exact, so obviously they chucked it yeah. back. But maybe they have two time machines and they're sending them back at the same time to the it's same not exact but these two people from the future are gonna be in exactly the same spot at the same no, they, time they, they forgot to change the settings and they just sent, they sent yeah. yeah exactly to the world Whoops. war one two you you flip that dial right yeah oh. of course i did sure <laughs> uh, now i'm thinking okay hold on so these scientists are experimenting and <clears throat> like Yes, we usually use animals to test things before humans are tested. But because of the animals being freed from humans, they get the land. Humans are alone. So they have to test on themselves. So I think there is like some kind of commentary in the film where like, well, if you took out fucking animals, then you're going to fucking take people and you can experiment with them. They're going to go crazy. They might not remember who they are. They might not come back. They might whatever. So this is just them experimenting without animals so they're just using people i don't know bruce willis seems to be lucky because he has this ability to remember and that's why they can keep mm-hmm. using him yeah. you know but is that bullshit because i don't know they're talking to themselves this loop that's going on and it's because of him because of them sending him back it's well maybe there won't like be a loop this, anymore now that we know the lady scientist went back too so yeah I don't know. Or the or the loop the, doesn't matter yeah. anymore because now they have the original virus. Right, right. They can leave it alone. Which, <laughs> which I don't think they're probably very good scientists. It's, it doesn't seem like a very clean environment. Like, yeah. what was with that TV ball that they kept sticking in his face? Like, what? Yeah. How does that thing even work? Like, that's there's no... It's just a bunch of screens. There's no utility to it. Technology it's all. The future. Future. Apparently. Technology. That was a set <laughs> designer having fun. Well, yeah, a, fun, huh. a fun production note is fu- it's actually funny because um, apparently that whole thing, that was like one of the biggest problems with filming this thing is that every time they use that TV ball, which is actually what they called it, um, <laughs> it broke. Like something would go wrong with it every time that they tried it to was use the, it. It was so dumb. It's constantly. I'll yeah. just say it. It's yeah. just like it was the dumb. weirdest Get that fucking fucking, thing out of here. Yeah. It's, it's like cyberpunk shit it, for no yeah, reason. But- it's like we need some some Blade Runner in there. We need some Dune in there. Make it look a little bit like Sam Raimi shot it with some whip pans and Dutch angles. <laughs> like, and yeah, kind of mashed a lot of shit together. Yeah, the yeah. art direction is questionable. I would say that's it. It hurts it a little bit. You either gotta be like, yeah, I'm for it, because you could you imagine if it didn't have any of that and it was just shot straightforward? I feel like it might be a little bit easier mm-hmm. to digest. You know, like just. Just use a dual fucking lens, like. But I know it's a, a choice that they, sh- they want to use. It was shot on a relatively strict budget for the amount of big names I it was in this movie. Small. It, yeah. it was twenty nine point five million, um, and it made at the box office one hundred sixty eight uh, million, which is pretty pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, they they restricted the budget a lot just because they you know they didn't want to pay all these big name actors but so bruce willis actually took a huge pay cut i mean he was a big star at the time but he didn't get paid until the movie was actually released um and then brad pitt at the time was 
relatively unknown, but like yeah, new ninety four and ninety five was like a huge hit year for him because he had uh, Interview with a Vampire, The Legend of the Fall, and then Seven in ninety five as well, and then mm. this came out in ninety five. So Brad Pitt had a big, a big, it's a big couple out party years. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got him. They hired him on relatively cheap. Um, but well, there wasn't. There's not a lot of like. There's no real effects to much of it. Like the future stuff, like it's a bunch of like weird it's, metal. I mean, it's and all practical. Weird wires seems. and shit like that. But like everything. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of set design. Like that mm-hmm. church scene where all the crazy homeless people are that try to yeah. attack him in like. Yeah. Like that shot was awesome. I was like, this looks fucking Some airport, cool. you know, the insane asylum, like a lot of it's. Mm-hmm. Well, they use like real set, like they used abandoned like warehouses. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, apparently Al Capone was a, at the. The the freaking psych ward. That yeah, was, they like, used the an that abandoned psych ward like, to like, actually hmm. film the, in the psych ward. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. That place is a shithole. So I got something that I, I saw from uh, uh, mentalfloss.com had this thing about, the, I guess there was like an interview or somebody was talking to Gilliam about the, the movie. And he said, once Willis was uh, casted, we were off running and Brad Pitt was the icing on the cake. And then we made the film. And despite iffy feedback from the test audiences... The film raked in over $168 million internationally, more than quintupling its $29.5 million budget. It mm. was just all these coincidence, coincidences leading to the success of it, but it proved that there was an audience for intelligent films. But immediately after it became a big success, I had a meeting with the studio, and the reductionist theory of its success was very simple. Two words, Brad Pitt. <laughs> mm. so that explains how he feels about this movie and his relationship with the studio because apparently there was like issues in the past with him bumping heads because mm-hmm. you know that production companies can in, you know bump heads with the fucking sure. director sounds like he's had that in the past sounds like he thinks that he made a really good movie and the studio thinks Yo, it's just Brad well, Pitt the only way Brad Pitt was money bro and he killed he's... it in this role he said the only way that he wanted to do this movie was if he had final cut without, you know, the studio involvement. Um, so he got to do his cut, his version of the movie. Um, so, okay. I mean, this, this was purely his vision and what he wanted for it. Okay. Okay. Sounds interesting. Like it, but it sounds like he was just like, yeah, man, like you asked for like this director or this actor and like you get him. like, okay, cool. And then this new hot shot, Brad Pitt. Great. And I guess he was working on some other movie. Um, God, it was like a, a tale of two city, a tale of two cities, right? Yeah, it was a, an adaptation of a tale. Yeah, of that's what it was. Yeah, he, and he, he dropped he out. Dropped he says, out. "I'd rather do this because it, it was just falling into place for him." So Mel Gibson and Liam Neeson, I think, were supposed to be another movie, and he just abandoned it. But, hmm. but yeah, he felt positively. Obviously, it worked out. I mean, they made so much money off of it, which is always cool. A good time traveling movie. If you like time traveling. This is probably one of the movies you sh- you should watch. Like I don't think this is a bad movie. I I think it's still oh. watchable today. Yeah. The art direction is a bit whatever, but the acting's good. Story's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't have much else to say about it. Uh, I liked it on my first watch. Um, like you said, the acting was great. Uh, I thought Brad Pitt's character was fantastic, and uh, Bruce Willis did a great job as well. Um, we didn't mention her at all. The actor who played dr Rayleigh, i forget her name Mm. Uh, well catherine's the the character uh you're talking about the actress's name yeah i I forgot what her name was i was looking it up before this but 
I thought she was great as well. Um, it's Madeline Stowe. Madeline, Madeline Stowe. Stowe. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I don't think she was. was in much. Last of the Mohegans was the only other movie. No, I, I looked up good. Yeah. her filmography as well, and yeah, I didn't really recognize much that she was in. But but yeah, performances were great. Um, I mean, I just had a, a couple little gripes, but other than that, I enjoyed my first watch of it. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I enjoyed this thoroughly. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if I were coming at this just naturally watching this as a, a passive watcher and not giving it, you know, my undivided like a critical attention. eye or yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, that certainly helped me understand it and pull out meaning from it. Um, so I, I appreciate that. But as a first experience, it may have kind of colored my, my perception of it and to, to the positive. Um, I think I would probably give this uh three and a half nomads out of five. How does your scale work on this show? Uh, it's out of, of 27. <laughs> out of 27. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so adjusting, let me do the math. Seven, it's going to be the, the 11 and a half nomads. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this movie got an eight, I think like an 88. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's pretty tomatoes. well. It was rece- well received at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Rotten Which tomatoes, is crazy because I've seen better movies, ball. I think, that deserve a higher higher score. And I feel like this movie is like, it's good, but I don't know if it deserves an 88. I would give it like 70s. You know, just because yeah. of the art direction, I think. And I love this director, but it was very distracting sometimes. Like, I'm just like, man. That fucking song. It took itself a little... S- still in my head. <laughs> Goddamn accordion. It's like a little I'm squeeze not, box. I'm interested in checking out the uh, the series now. I mean, it ran for four seasons. Yeah, I'm kind of... Um, so it must have been doing something right. Kind of curious because now that we know the insurance lady swooped in, like, you know, maybe do they do it in the future? Yeah. Do they keep sending think, people into the past? Yeah, I think as a series, this would work well, this kind of story. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I haven't seen Lost, but isn't kind of Lost, like, dragging you along and dropping this mystery and that mystery and, like, kind of going back and forth in the future? Have you any of you seen Lost, or am I just kind of... I watched here and there. Mo- I watched most of it. Yeah. Um, I watched all the good stuff. And then, you know, kind of dropped off around season five or whatever, whenever it started getting uh, into you the weeds. You lasted longer but, than I did, man. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed Lost, like, the first, what, what I watched mm-hmm. of it. J.J. Um, so, yeah, Abrams. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you be careful with uh, that man's name around here. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, do we, do we have anything else to say about this movie? I mean, like, no, I'm good. It was good. You know, it was, yeah. the, check it out. The the majority of this movie's release time would happen in 1996, and uh, I'm looking at box office, domestic box office for '96. It's uh, the 22nd highest grossing movie that year. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. That was the year of one. Independence Day, Twister, the first Mission Impossible, The Rock. Oh, wow. Oh shit. Heavy what year. year. Space Jam. Space yeah. Jam. Damn, the cable guy. Jeez, Louise. Oh, yes. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead do America. Guys, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, that was <laughs> great. classic. Let's get in that hole and go back to 1996. <laughs> I, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I'll go on Apple Music, yeah. and I'll play that year, and I'll just make a, like, a random selection of songs like that. I'm like, man, there's a lot of good songs that came out that fucking year. And now you're telling me movies? What a fucking year! It's always the it's always your formative years when you're a teen. That's usually I was just what gonna, you think yeah. is the best. Yeah, probably. Yep. When you're the most emotional. 
Yeah. Or when you're two years old. Yeah, that <laughs> oh, <too>. God. <laughs> yeah, lucky, lucky Eric got to grow up with, like, Jimmy Eats World and Hoopastank. Oh, God. Lincoln, Lincoln Park and things like that, yeah. So. I like Jimmy Eat World, Jimmy Eats World, so how dare you. <laughs> how dare you? Lincoln Park was my favorite band as a kid. See? Spot mm. on. I, I never... <laughs> That band never crawled in my skin. I just couldn't get in there. <laughs> oh, skin deep is as is, is, uh, deep as my knowledge goes of Lincoln Park. I don't, is that a song? I don't even know. It's a lyric crawling from one of their songs. Probably yeah, their biggest song. song. Oh, yeah, one of probably them. Probably most recognizable. Yeah. yeah. Well, anywho. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think we're, we've run out of things to say about this movie. So let's get into Act 3. Gonna play a round of movie twenty questions. I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. On Blueberry Hill. When I found you, the moon stood still. Turn for Act 3, and it is game time. I have the game Movie 20 Questions. So, if you don't know the rules, you three are going to work together and try to figure out what movie that I have picked of all the movies of all time. You got to figure it out. Yes. And all you can do out of those 20 questions is ask me a question where I can simply answer yes or no. No. So, gentlemen, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off. Was this movie released after the year 2000? No. No? Okay. Pre-new millennia. I'm going to loudly type. You can't edit it out. Pre-2000. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, we got to narrow down the year. Was this movie released before 1990? No. Okay, 90s jam. All right. All right. All right. We just talked about a bunch of movies that released in 1996, so I got to be one, one of those. Is Tom uh, Hanks in this movie? Ooh, good question. No. Oh, I thought he was. I thought it was a yes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you epi- title your episodes, but. Uh, no Tom Hanks would be a front runner for me. <laughs> um, uh, is this it, movie a, a sci-fi movie? Good question. Define sci-fi. Science fiction. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you. <laughs> Just ask, does it have sci-fi elements in it? Yes. Yeah. I, what am I thinking? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This movie is a sci-fi movie. Oh, of movie. course. Okay. okay. It's The Matrix. I was gonna say I was gonna say it's Jurassic Park, but okay. <laughs> Ooh, those, that's a good one too. Um, would you consider this? Well, if sci-fi is not the genre, hold on. Oh yeah, go for it. Does this movie take place entirely on Earth? Good question. 
Yes. Okay. We're doing pretty good here. Yeah. Got a good feeling about this one. Would you consider the main genre of this movie action? Uh, yes. Oh, ooh, okay. So we got an action movie with some sci-fi elements mm. from the 90s. All uh, right. I, I know what it is. I was Does this movie s- contain Bruce Willis? I mean, it could be Armageddon, I guess. No. Thinking. No, no Bruce Willis. Oh. All right. I got a couple off of my... Do we want to burn a question asking what movie say, it is? I was going to say element. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, element doesn't okay. take place on Earth, though. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Sci-fi on Earth. <clears throat> action. Action sci-fi on Earth from the 90s. Matrix oh, still fits got, the like, bill. Independence <laughs> Day. Independence Day does. Are there aliens in this movie? In this movie, uh, aliens. Uh, I don't think so. No. That's. You would know if they were aliens. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. He's throwing, he's throwing us off the scent. That's what he's trying to do. Can I no. like, do like a 0.5 question? Because <laughs> you were kind of like wishy-washy on that. You asked a question. No? The question was, are there aliens in this movie? And I say, no. So okay. that's, that okay. is our point. All right. Thank you for right. clarifying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Where hard no. Find this guy, guys. Can I talk no. about two of you aside for just one second? <laughs> I can hear you. Talk no aliens. <laughs> no aliens. Okay. No aliens. That narrows it down. Science fiction, but there's no aliens. Hmm. All on Earth. Is this movie part of a franchise? Uh, yeah. Still could be the Matrix. Or it could be a Star Wars movie. Well, it would only be one, take place one on Star that Wars movie. That, is, that, that doesn't take place on Earth, yeah. It doesn't? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's welling up with tears. <laughs> what? Does this movie take place in the future? No, he said it's in, oh, it's made, it came out in the 90s. So, like, right? f- future from, you know. From no. the, t- the time it released. Yeah, yeah from no. the t- so it's in present day Earth? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So 90s Earth. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Still no could be aliens. Matrix. Still <laughs> could be <a> Matrix. <laughs> Does this movie have robots in it? No. Okay, so not the Matrix. Not the Matrix. No robots. No aliens. Fuck. What is science fiction then? Yeah. It's not robots. Or, what like is the, science fiction? Can I like burn the one? Ooh, the mummy. dinosaurs. That's why I asked. Like, what is science <laughs> I mean, fiction to you guys? It could be Jurassic one? Park. Yeah, it, it could, could be. be. That's a series. That doesn't all line up. Action, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Tom Hanks was the voice of the dinosaur in that one. That's what they used him for. They uh, smashed a typewriter in front of him, and he made that noise. <laughs> That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. I'm up to my neck in Tom Hanks lore over here, all right? Was that a toy uh, story? No, he just likes typewriters. It's a, I don't, I don't oh, know okay. why I know that. It's, <laughs> okay. Don't, that don't is, ask. Don't, I, don't even, I, won't, don't, I won't ask. Don't ask me where I get my Tom Hanks knowledge. <laughs> I, the okay. statute of limitations hasn't run out yet. Okay. Do we want to do it? Do it. Just do it. We got do 11. It. All right. we got a question to burn. Are there dinosaurs in this movie? No, there's no dinosaurs in this movie. Okay, damn it. 
okay. okay. This should be easy. It's a franchise. That was question 12, I believe. Yeah, David's keeping track over there. Is he? 12, right? 11, 12, yes. Okay. Action side. questions. Action with some sci-fi elements. 90s franchise. No robots. No dinosaurs. Happens on Earth. No aliens. What kind of sci-fi movie is this? I asked you guys to find your sci-fi, and you guys were like, it's science fiction. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I mean, Um, there's got to be some sci-fi elements. Uh, There is. Totally is. But which elements are they? Mm, ask your questions. Not Could be the time travel? Could Do be... it. Ask it. Well, is there a specific movie you have in mind with that? Oh, wait. No, he said this doesn't happen in the future, but it could happen in the past. We didn't ask that. Could be back. When did Back to the Future 3 come out? I... Six months after Back to the Future 2. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. Good question. No Tom Hanks or Bruce Willis. Mm. I mean, what other? I don't know the year. There's no. There's no <laughs> aliens. God damn it! Back to the Future yeah, Three came no out in 1990. Did it? I don't yeah. think he would do that to us. Is it 1990? Mm-hmm. If Brandon doesn't know, then it's not it. <laughs> he might be messing with. Or he's playing coy. Be. Yeah, yeah he's being a coy boy. What the fuck? I'm just trying this to think is... of franchise. It's a franchise. It should be, folks. I want you to. It still could. It still could be Space Jam too. Yeah, mm. could be Space Jam. No, because that they go to an alien planet in that movie. That's yep. Not all on Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More on Mountain. It's not on Earth. Yeah. You guys got a question over there? No. <laughs> we can no go. Uh, so it can't be can totally animated. Weird. No, well, there's not much animated in the 90s. There's plenty. Toy Story. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. And yeah, Tom right. Hanks isn't is in it, it though. <laughs> oh. We could. I don't I don't think it's going to be animated. All right. How about this? Is the protagonist a male? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Was that a yes? Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Shit. We slowed down. We were on such a good roll. I know. I thought this was going to be easy. Does this movie involve time travel? No. Mm. Damn it. Okay. 90s action, a little bit of sci fi, all on Earth. <laughs> Part of a franchise. Yeah, the franchise is throwing me off. Because, I mean. Hmm. Like. It wouldn't be, I mean, we talked about Mission Impossible, but yeah, I don't know what I would consider sci-fi in that. Or Minority Report, when was that? That wasn't a franchise, though. It's not a franchise. Oh, that's true. And it stars Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Who's <laughs> one of those ladies in the water. Yep. <laughs> He's so versatile. Yeah, this is the man. Oh mm. boy, you guys are struggling. I very much is. I know. I I really want to say Air Bud, but there's no sci-fi in that. Wow, <laughs> 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 oh, that's borderline sci-fi. That fucking dog played a basketball game and nobody like said anything. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. There's a dog fucking playing 
basketball. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he just fucking like people accepted it. Like, oh man, when it came out in the nineties, honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that I got to give you guys a nudge. I think I get no. give you guys a nudge. Have we all seen this movie? This isn't a question for the thing. That's a question. That's, that's a very a, good. Yes, no. It's a good. It's a good question to that's ask. It's not a question yet, but ooh. No, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, we, No, we've I'm, all seen this movie. We have to have. I can no. You can know movies it's without seeing be. movies. Do you guys? Well, what true. about like? Do you think there's sci-fi elements in James Bond? I don't think so. Mm. It's action, but yeah. I would think so. I would think it's sci-fi. Look at the fucking shit that guy fucking does in those nineties oh, versions. It's just... I mean, Goldeneye. Yeah. The car is that not science fiction? It's should I using science a, to create that? Should I ask a, a very definitive question that will rule out Golden Goldeneye and all that? What's well, a Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have any better ideas at this either. point. What do you What do you guys think? We're on, we're on fourteen. We got a couple to burn. Okay. Does this movie star Pierce Brosnan? No, it does not. Uh, Damn it. Okay. Damn it. Okay. Is this an antagonistic game that we? I mean, versus you? Should I be angry and then shouting? <laughs> God damn it! I <laughs> want you guys to win. Okay. Do you? And I'll give you a freebie. You guys have <laughs> definitely seen this movie. I know you have. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. I've seen a lot. It's of It's a franchise that you know you've seen. I know. I can't think of any franchises I, that I know you've seen. Don't involve aliens or robots or. Yeah, that's ninety percent of the movies I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Home Alone. Sci-fi and Home Alone. God. Yeah. How everybody survives is sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Four questions and a guess. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Um, Hold up, uh, I don't know if this will help us, but I guess it will just narrow it down for the future. Is this the first movie in the franchise? It is not okay. That's okay. Helps maybe a little bit. Can. Hmm. Mm, that's right. Not the first in the franchise. Is it? Um, I don't know. Now I'm thinking like Die Hard, like Bruce Willis. Did we already ask about Bruce Willis or no? Yeah, there is no. Yes, Bruce Dave. Willis. That was like his first question. Or okay, something like that. okay, okay. So it's not. Yeah, there's no Bruce Willis. No Tom Hanks. No Bruce Willis. Shit. Well, what was Brad Pitt in back then? I was gonna say. I, is hey, Brad hey, Pitt? hey, 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 hey! I want you guys to win this. So don't don't worry about the actors. This movie does not have any big actors in it. See, don't prod me like that. It has oh no. You God. couldn't tell okay. me one fucking actor in this movie. I was thinking, but I know yeah. you've seen it, and it's not the first one okay. of the franchise. I was thinking meta gaming, like maybe. Oh man, no! Don't even make a connection to this movie in that. Other than it's in the fucking nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh my god! And this movie like... doesn't have aliens. It doesn't have robots. I feel like we're going to be dumb. We're going to. But it's an action really movie. Dumb. Nope. Indiana Jones didn't come out in the 90s. Okay. Um, Not even the third one? 
No, that, that was, was like, like 89. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because that's got aliens in it, technically. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it does. Yes. Oh the, man! Not being the first movie of a franchise of the franchise is interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, what about? Uh, I'm trying to think of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something along. In that realm, not, like yeah, they're not aliens based, technically. If it's based off of, um, is this based off of, uh, a book or comic book? Yes. Boom. Ooh. Okay. Dave, Dave's got it. He's got. He's got to be smiling on his face. Yeah. I think he he loaded that question because he knows exactly what he's going to ask next. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it's not the first one, it could be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you got, yeah, you're, Go I mean, that's all me. Think about your comics. Sure. Like what other, what other comic book movies came out then? In the 90s. Not much in the 90s. Batman. Uh, was X-Men out yet? No, that was, no, that, was that was that was two thousand. The okay. year two thousand. Nineties, um, you're thinking like Batman. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Batman. Um, Superman. Superman, maybe. I don't know. I don't think there were any nineties Superman, Superman movies. Nineties. Yeah. Careful, you guys got two questions, and then you got to guess. Oh man. I I feel like it's not Batman because he said there. I mean, he gave us the hint that there's probably not. Many actors we know, and all the Batman movies from back then had huge actors. I'm feeling, I'm feeling turtles. I think it's yeah, like, turtles. Don't worry, yeah, like, don't worry about the actors. If it's not the first one in the franchise, would Brandon really pick Secret of the Ooze? Yeah. Maybe. Would Brandon really that big of a, Secret of the Ooze? Is he that big of a dirtbag? I mean, he said we've definitely all seen it. I have never seen any of the Turtles movies. Yeah. Unless Brandon is... Very highly misjudging me. <laughs> <laughs> Based on a book or comic, that helps though. Yeah. What books or comics have franchises that ran in the nineties? Right now, I'm thinking. Man, it might not even be a like a superhero movie, but I'm stuck on like superheroes. But those, yeah, it fits the bill. But what fucking superheroes movies came out in the 90s? Was Highlander a book? (laughs) You said it does take place in the future? (laughs) Or it takes place in the 90s? It takes place present time of when it takes place in the 90s. Contemporary to its release. Okay. Um, Hmm. I mean, no, that doesn't take place on Earth. It's not a Star Wars. (laughs) Back to the Star Wars again. (laughs) 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 Running good circles. Um, books or com- I'm stuck is on it, the books or comics. I, f- I feel like I just gotta. I don't know. Is this is this a superhero movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what the fuck? Spawn? Okay. That's not a series. That's not nope. a series. A franchise. 
Uh, there was not many superhero movies coming out in the '90s besides like I mean, Batman, but yeah, just Spider like Man was Spider Man wasn't in the '90s. That was, no. was like the defined superhero movie. Like, are there superheroes in it? <laughs> like, what's a what's a superhero yeah, what, though? Like, what do they got to uh, do to be considered a superhero? I guess I meant like as a like a superhero like based on a superhero comic book, you know? Yeah. But um, that's why I need to know like what defines a superhero. What? Like, what's a superhero? If you, you said know to what somebody, a superhero is, come on. If you said to somebody, powers? this movie, this movie blank is a superhero movie, would they tell you you're a crazy asshole, or would they go, yeah? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. I think they would say yes. All right. It is a superhero movie. Does it blade? <laughs> it's yeah, be the... careful. You got two questions, so. It's not the first in a. It's not the first in a franchise, though. Blade Two. Did that come out? We got one question and a guess. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, David. So you better make it good. Come on, you comic book son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I got you, fucking nineties child. I mean, there's fucking yeah. Secret Wars and Spider Man over here on my wall, and the only thing I can think of is turtles. Yeah, what super turtles? Blade. Batman with sci-fi elements. Turtles what superhero. Turtles are science fiction. Yeah. Tom Hanks did not play Splinter. <laughs> Tom Hanks is not a turtle. <laughs> what a miscast he should have been. I know he uh, should have been. Do you yeah. want to? I mean, you want to use the last question for to narrow down the turtles? Yep. Two questions. Well, one well, question. One question and a guess. Well, one question and a guess. Yes. They are all males. There is no time travel. There is no Pierce Brosnan. I mean, yeah. No Tom Hanks. No Bruce Willis. That's the bell. No robots or dinosaurs. Where are there robots and turtles? Aren't the putty guys robots? No. Okay. They're all all actually teenagers. They beat the the shit out of them. Would the Technodrome count as a robot? (laughs) I wasn't in the movie. Yes, but. Okay. 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 Well, Krang would also count as an alien, but Krang isn't in Turtles 2. Krang is an alien, yeah. Okay. Technically, these are good observations. Just do it. Um, just, just. All right. As are the main characters, uh, green. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, hey. they are green. All right. All right. Think about nineties so no... super. You should have. Should have been no... more specific. <laughs> What <laughs> the is it going to be? The Hulk, Incredible Hulk? Yeah, it could be yeah. the Hulk. I don't know. No, Green no, Lantern. That wasn't a '90s Hulk movie. Was, no, I was just no Green Lantern. No nothing. No. The question not. was, were the characters green? And I answered yes. I th- I think we're pretty much there. I All mean, right. just do the yeah, do the honors, Dave. Just is guess. it is it Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze? You are correct, gentlemen. Good job. <laughs> okay. We got it. I God. am the champion. Was that fun? Okay, to well, to you everybody? said we've definitely <laughs> seen all, all of us have definitely seen these movies that I have. Okay, not. I am sorry. How the fuck have you not seen <laughs> Listen, the live action Ninja one. Turtles? That movie? threw me I, off. <laughs> he was negative two when that came out. <laughs> Bullshit. He's seen other shit from the past. He was still green. No, I've, a, I mean, I've never really been into that's Turtles. A big, that's a good that pick right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool because you guys are like time travel. Like, man, if I pick three, you know, and <laughs> so I, I never was, like, saw, you guys I are all around three. it. But 
Yeah, Brings, they go to get... China, don't they? Oh, yeah, ancient Japan. Or oh, it's ancient like Japan. How do they time travel? In turtles. Like what do they use? It's like a, there's a scroll and like it. Uh, if you read, I don't know. They go, yeah, it's it's, it's like the Futurama thing where you read it out loud and you just go back in time. <laughs> so, yeah, something like it does something like that though. Honestly, it is something mm. as basic as that. But wow, well, that was painful. good job, guys. Oh, it was yeah. Thanks for the editing work I got to do on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, oh leave, leave those gaps in the the audience. Oh, oh yeah, suffer we like we did. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let let yeah. What, how long it really took for these guys to ask some questions? <laughs> um. Well, anyways, Aaron, thanks for being on the show. Would you mind telling us about your podcast, how we can follow you, what you guys are about? Uh, Brandon, that's a highly personal it's question. A deep I, question, I know. Thank I'm you. Sorry. <laughs> Stay out of my business. Jeez. Just ask a man of these deep things. That it, no, I'm, I'm Aaron. I'm from the Response Message Podcast. Uh, it's a bi-weekly podcast with, uh, with uh, Tom, my co-host. Uh, right now, we're going through the Fast and Furious movies in order. Uh, one mm, that's right episode. you guys are yeah how's that going yeah that's going better than i thought it was uh Where two was a slog three was good tokyo drift is okay. the i'm one saying we, tokyo the best supposed to be good, right we, yeah. we just recorded yeah that's like the one i had seen and remember liking okay. i like it less than what i remembered it but it was still pretty good <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was probably like 17 when i first saw it so it was, you know, yeah <laughs> okay cool okay um but yeah, we'll, we'll finish that series up and who knows what we'll do next. Some other kind of maybe long running movie series. Uh, you can find that at responsemessage.com. Uh, like Tom, I also do a little bit of Twitch streaming. Uh, I usually Saturday nights, I live twitch.com slash professor tickle bits. That's P R O F underscore tickle underscore bits. Mm. Uh, join the insanity there. I do whatever the hell I want there. It's weird. And uh, variety streamer, we'll call it. Oh, god, I, yeah, sure, <laughs> throw that label on me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, it is. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a creative outlet during lockdown, and I've kept it up. I like it a lot. Nice, yeah, it's been a pleasure being on here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's fun, yeah, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, Eric, if you don't mind just plugging us stuff and then we'll get out of here. Well. If you don't know, um, you can find us on all the social platforms at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find our YouTube channel. You can go to the Nomads of Fantasy dot com. Find all of our stuff there. Uh, email us Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, God damn. Nomads of I'm Fantasy. Sorry, at, is, this has been called? a long episode. <laughs> nomads of Fantasy at Gmail dot com. If you want to mm. send us any bullshit whatever naughty, you send, send naughty pictures to eric so because he checks them send out, us so. anything you want i've, send all I've your said dave's so waiting for those bollywood requests yeah they're <laughs> flooding in yeah we need those bollywood requests oh god <laughs> um yeah that's all i got and well, don't forget our anniversary oh, oh or, yeah shit. one year anniversary our, our is coming up in our Friday. 50th episode is coming which up this ep- which is gonna be bioshock this- this will be, yeah, that's true. Yep, next week we're doing Bioshock. This episode will be out by the time our one-year anniversary has passed, but hopefully we'll do something. Who knows? I don't hopefully know. people have liked the last year of this fucking show because it's fun making, you know, yeah. but I hope people are actually like liking this stuff. So mm-hmm. we Wait, appreciate this, everybody that listens. This wasn't live? What? You said... <laughs> 
No, is this, is this we episode were, of Time millions Loop? of people were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we start this podcast by me going in the past and doing this? Wait, no, the future. And the beginning. Of paradise. Get me out of here. Cut it up. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. All right, we can get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm out of here. Is there anything else you got? Nope. Um, right. Other than that, safe travels, nomads. The bright, blessed day. The dark, sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands. Saying how do you do? They're really saying I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. They learn much more than I ever knew. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful You know what crazy is? Crazy is majority rules. Yeah, uh. Take germs, for example. Germs? Uh-huh. In the 18th century, no such thing. Not a nothing. No one ever imagined such a thing. No sane person in there. Ah, ah. Long comes this doctor. Ah, ah, ah. Semmelweis. Semmelweis. Semmelweis comes along. He's trying to convince people well, other doctors mainly, that there are these teeny tiny invisible bad things called germs that get into your body and make you sick, huh? He's trying to get doctors to wash their hands. What is this guy? Crazy? Huh? Teeny tiny invisible, what do you call uh, uh, Germs, huh? What? Now, cut to the 20th century, huh? Last week, as a matter of fact, right before I got dragged into this hellhole. I go in, I order a burger in this fast food joint. The guy, he drops it on the floor. Jim. He picks it up, he wipes it off, he hands it to me like it was all okay. What about the germs, I say? He says, I don't believe in germs. Germs are just a plot they made up so they can sell you disinfectants and soaps. Now, he's crazy, right? See? There's no right, there's no wrong, there's only popular opinion. You, 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 you believe in germs, right? I'm not crazy. Of course not. Of course not. You want to escape, right? That's very sane. That's very sane. I can help you. You want me to, don't you? Get you out. You know how to get out of here? <laughs> yes, my son. Then why don't you? Why don't I try to escape? That's what you're going to ask me, right? Good question. Very good question. Intelligent. Because I would be crazy to escape. I have sent out word. I. I'm all taken care of. What does that mean? 
managed to contact certain underlings, evil spirits, secretaries of secretaries, and other assorted minions who will contact my father. And when my father finds out I'm in this kind of place, he'll, he'll have them transfer me to one of those classy joints. Ah, where they treat you properly, like a person, like a guest, like with sheets and towels, like a big hotel with great drugs for all of us nutcase lunatic maniac devils.